We don't win down here. We lose. You ready for that? Oh, you, th- oh, you were a post-millennialist. You thought we we're just going to go waltzing into the kingdom as you took over the world. Welcome to Nobody with a Bible. Chief Nobody Brandon. And here we talk about all the things and use biblical discernment while doing so. So let's dig in. Not using your feelings, but God's truth. What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. Well, it's October. You know what that means. Don't we all? (laughs) Halloween for Christians. (sighs) Harvest festival. Whatever you want to call it. Trunk or treat. Whatever you want to call it. Well, I've been asked by nobody other than Heidi <laughs> to do a tie. Okay, that's not ent- entirely true, but nah, I, I mean, think yeah, this would be a great true. opportunity to address a very, in all seriousness, a very important topic for to all of us. I talk about this topic every single year. And honey, I have to remind you though, because every single year it comes up, and I know we've talked about it, but it's like, guys, it's that time of year again. Well, what's interesting is this actually was a question. I I had received an unrelated question, but oddly enough, the unrelated question does somewhat relate to this. Um, This was about, somebody was reading, one of my church members was reading through Hosea, and uh, they had asked me a question about Hosea, and uh, Hosea, of course, is a prophecy um, that speaks of the Assyrian invasion, the Babylonian uh, invasion and exile, and uh, also the future regathering and restoration of Israel. So um, it, it, it covers a lot of ground there. But um, really, the, the Hosea is, is speaking about right before Israel falls to the Assyrians. And it's, it's speaking about what's going on there. And you know what was happening in the land, Heidi? Please tell me. Enlighten oh, me on what I'm was so happening. I'm glad you're asked. <laughs> Pagan idolatry. And what they were doing is they were taking the world's customs and traditions and, and, and worshiping of Baal. And they were trying to incorporate it along in with the festivals and their Sabbaths that, they, uh, that the Jews observed. So they were taking all of these customs and rituals and things, and they were they were mixing it in with their God appointed uh, Sabbath days, their feasts, and they were completely profaning all of these things, completely profane the temple, um, everything. And it was as simple as God's people taking on the customs and the practices and the 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 satanic worship of the world system and and bringing that into god's people and you know it got me thinking you know especially when you wanted when you asked me to do this and i was like you know that's what the whole that's what 90 percent of your old testament prophecy is about is about judgment for these things. And I mean, we know that scripture was written for our instruction 
2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Okay, all scripture, all scripture is for this. And for training, correction, and reproof, and all of it is profitable. So we go back and look and learn from what Israel did. That's exactly what we are supposed to do. Paul tells us himself that these things were an example for us. And so we go and look back and, and, and read those prophecies and you'll see that, oh my goodness, they were doing the same exact things that our Christian church is doing today. They are desperately trying to associate the world and everything in it with the church they're trying to bring this in let's modernize it let's change it let's do that and this is something that has been going on i mean for for a long time this isn't something that that's new here but like just when churches started to accept um you know the this harvest festival because i i did a podcast on this like last year and we re i did a little bit of research on it and i don't remember but i mean Halloween has only been accepted in the church and even the idea of it for a very short amount of time. I mean, it was it before it was looked down upon and like it is like the demonic pagan holiday that it is like it's well i think well well i think it's still pretty acceptable to say hey if like i'm a christian if i profess to be a follower of christ i'm probably not going to be found hanging out in strip clubs and gay bars and the alcohol stores and like out here right with the abc shop like if i was hanging out there all the time you'd be like yeah that's not the normal place that you want to just be seen at right like you don't just like hang out there all the time because you profess Christ. So why would you, if you profess Christ, spend all your time there, right? Like if I can't swim, I'm not going to spend all summer at the pool and the lake. You know what I mean? Like there's a certain place you're not going to find me because like you don't do that, right? Like that's weird. Like that doesn't make sense. But yet now as Christians, we host, you know, trunk or treats at church Christians are all about their Halloween movies, right? It's all the movies are coming out. And we love watching the movies. We're decorating our homes. We're planning our kids' costumes. We're planning our Halloween parties, right? All of this is going on, and it's just kind of like, huh? Yeah. How are you professing Christ? Not okay. And then doing all of that I, stuff. It's it's hard to point your judgy judge finger and um, right because that's what it turns into. You're just judging me. It does. And I'm saying no, I'm not judging. But, you. I'm saying show me scripturally how well, you can reconcile is, is you what can't. you're doing. And and this doesn't. That I guess that's the message of this tirade too. Is this doesn't qualify with the this does? I mean. Romans 14 should not be something that you can go to and run to this just to feel safe about taking in a literally demonic holiday. Like, listen, we can have the, the conversation about Christmas and things, all these other things. Okay, fine, whatever. But with Halloween, there is absolutely no exception in that whatsoever. There's no way of getting around what it is. Now, the argument is, on the other side of it, am I saying that... It's not a good it, that Christians should turn off their lights and 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 you know darken their homes and run and hide from it. No, it's a perfect opportunity to 
pass out. I mean, some people pass out tracks. Some people pass out, you know, or or will share, um, you know, church information with them or something. And and you know, they. Um, I I don't really think that we need a candy to do it. I, I know some people they'll have like a sucker and the church stuff on there. I'm like, I don't think we need that. I think all we need to do is just hand them a track like that's, you know, or, or whatever you do, you know, I mean, whatever you have prepared. Or heaven forbid you engage with your neighbors yeah, any you other time in the in year and, say, you know, and hey, invite them over for a meal hey, I don't and do fellowship that. Yeah, and I mean, church. Yeah, that. Like, hey, we don't do this, but. Can uh, I just add that our argument, you know. we as a family do not celebrate any, I mean, pagan, but any national holidays, Right. We don't do that. That's something that our family has yeah, chosen no, to not, do. Not, not that you have to do it, but that's what our family has chosen to and do. And we so. don't do that on the way, but we have family. And, and But, I mean, it's important to say this, though, because we have family and stuff that still do. And we don't, we're not going to be those, um, you know, I don't think that we need to be those people. Our houses are not going to be decorated. We're not going to get into all the festivity, festive stuff. But we will host our, you know, we host people on Christmas and Thanksgiving and things like this as well. And we understand that other people celebrate Because our that, home so is always fine. open. So if you're going to take time off of work because of said day, our home is always open to host you. If it falls on sure. that day, absolutely, come on over. But my point being is that most people, the argument I hear from Christians so often is that, Things like Halloween, Christmas, you know, Easter, they say that they celebrate those things because it's such a great opportunity to minister to others, right? That's what you hear. That's My, what people say. That's what they say. That's what they say. My point here would be, I'm going to call your BS on that because that's the crutch we use to think that we're, we, we feel good about ourselves for still partaking in things that we shouldn't be because it goes against God's word, right? To, to, to mix these things, be involved in these things. But we say that because we go, well, I'm still doing something good. I do it so I can share with others, right? This is an opportunity for me to share the light of Jesus with my neighbors by passing out candy and being in costume and joining in and what they're doing. But, oh, I tied a little piece of paper that I saw on Pinterest onto the candy bar that says, join me for church. Jesus loves you, right? Like, that's nonsense. I, I'm, I'm calling your bluff on that because I, I, that's why I said our family, we don't celebrate these things. I have found it so powerful when people go, hey, what are the kids going to be for Halloween? Hey, what are you doing for Christmas or Easter? Right? All these different things. We get asked that. And I go, oh, actually, we, we don't partake in those things. You know, we choose to do this. Right? So by our not going with the flow and doing what everybody does and just trying to slap a Jesus sticker on it. Now, let me, let me know real quick impactful. that you and I, it's not that we disagree, but I am far less. I, 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 Heidi is way more. She cares about this stuff way more than I do. If she if she turned around and said, "Hey, I want to celebrate Christmas tomorrow," fine, whatever. I don't care because it's not that big of a deal to me. Um, she's never ever going to do that. But I mean, I, fine. I mean, I don't agree with it. I understand it, but I also understand the weak um, minded person that wants to use these things how they use them. I get that. I can't. Sure, you know, but can't, but don't whatever. you think? That, but the point being but, though that it's been far more impactful to be like it's far more impactful to say no i actually don't just go with the flow on this right i'm not sure, going yeah. to go to, like that was my point like yeah, the fact, yeah, yeah. it's no, so much more impactful the, i think that's what the whole point of this is, is but i feel like that, as christians we use our crutch of like oh no i gotta do it because that's how we share the light of jesus with our neighborhood is yeah, by no, doing this happen. i mean you don't where do that are any you other the, time of year you yeah where are you the 364 other days, days exactly. out of the year to do that in 
I don't I don't agree with that. And we shouldn't be touching that and we shouldn't be messing around with that. And there's a whole lot. I mean, this goes back to a whole lot of problems. If you're doing that and you're involved in that, you're opening up your life and your family and your home to these problems and these issues. You go, oh, so it's just celebrating Halloween is all of a sudden going to make me demonic? No, but it's going to definitely invite some some things into your life that don't belong there and and they will get you off of track it is are we worried about are we telling you this like christians can't celebrate halloween otherwise you're not saved no but if you celebrate these pagan these things these things will wreak havoc on your life on your prayer life on your personal life all of these things they will your children all of these things you can't have your children completely immersed in the world and not expect them to start acting like the world and not having problem the same problems that the world does they go okay well we understand these things but we just tell our children and we take them out trick-or-treating okay but you're taking them out what sort of impact does that do that you're you're treating them like the rest of the world when we should be keeping them set apart for it that, that i mean it just it doesn't make sense and we shouldn't do it and it can wreak havoc on our lives and you go okay well that sounds pretty stupid to be tying you know celebrating pagan holidays to something that's going to wreck my life but again prove me wrong show me in scripture where i would be wrong because although we have the freedom to be able to do these things, that doesn't mean it's a good idea. And that doesn't mean that we should do it. I mean, Paul is very clear about that. If you, if you don't understand that, we need to go ahead and read Romans again. We need to read 1 Corinthians again. We need to, heck, even read 2 Corinthians. But mostly 1 Corinthians because he's, he's very clear on these matters. And, um, you know, it's, it's just nothing that we really should have a part of. And it's awful. Yesterday I was on the way to a doctor's appointment and there's, you know, of course this time of year they're setting up this stuff, but in somebody's yard, I mean, just this ginormous witch's pot. And there was like a group of like, like eight witches standing around it. Like all, like it was huge though. I mean, this thing was ginormous and I was just like, Dude, if Paul rolled by here right now, like, I mean, this looks like, this looks like pagan Greece and, and, you know, the, the first century with, with what Paul was dealing with. This looks exactly like that. But it's genuinely and, so hard, right? Like, so all of a sudden for one month as Christian parents, we're okay with our kids watching witches and magic and all these different things. Like our three-year-old, we have an Amazon tablet and I have all of the parameters, all of the things, all of the safety nets, you know, set up as strict as they can be. And one of her little, like, ABC preschool shows or whatever, all of a sudden it's the ghouls and goblins and witches and they're singing their little songs. And I'm like, what on earth is going on? Get this garbage off of here. And so we teach her, hey, that's bad. We don't watch that. That's yucky. We don't. Oh gosh, no. Because we talk with our kids and we say, you understand that like, I mean, come on. I We grew up on Hocus Pocus and all of that stuff as kids. We did. We grew up on that, right? We were that generation. We watched yeah, all Yeah, I, I, went, and I went and saw that at the drive-in movie theater. Yeah, and it's like, like you understand that you are literally bring, parading Satan before your children's eyes. That's Guys, exactly we used doing. to love Nightmare Before Christmas. We, uh, we watched it with our kids all the time years back. We have repented of that. That is not allowed in our house. Absolutely not. You, and I, we asked the kids because one day um, our kids. No, were, and I still, I mean, I get it. I love it. I love Tim Burton. I love the so style. So we. I yes, love the we, music. we were all I about that. I love everything about it. However, 
it's demonic and has no place in our homes. And that was the question we, we had to go through with the kids. The kids mentioned something the other day because one of their friends was talking about how they love Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, one, our one daughter, she said something to me. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I miss the movie. We haven't seen that in forever. And I said, you're right. Like, you're right. We used to totally dig all of that stuff. If Brandon here, if our house could look like the Haunted Mansion 24-7, that would be his jam. Like, he just loves that stuff, right? We used mm-hmm. to go to Disneyland and do the whole thing. Like, we, we used to love this stuff, so we get it. This is coming from people who loved all of this stuff. Um, oh my gosh, every year Target, when they put out their Halloween displays, we just go buy all the stuff, right? Because we love to deck the house out. But I, I turned to my daughter and I said, okay, how are we glorifying God by watching that? I get it. I know there's things that I go, ah, I totally was into that. I love that. But how am I glorifying God with that? How am I truly sharing the message of Christ with people that I'm, you know, recommending this to or watching this with or doing this with. Do we well, ever have to think about it? You're not. And, and, and again, I mean, and if you think you're scoffing at this, that is the whole reason why I read Second Timothy 3 is because you have to understand that this is what Israel was doing. See, Israel was God's people, okay? And so if all of Scripture is profitable for us to learn and to train and all of this stuff, we understand ourselves as the church here as God's people, okay? So we can we are not Israel, but we have that comparison of what we learned from our Jewish brothers and sisters and what they did and the mistakes that they made under a holy God. And that's what that this is how we learn. This is the details of our faith. Okay, it's not that all of this stuff in the Old Testament is completely invalid in Jesus and we don't need to worry and learn about this stuff anymore. That's not true at all. Because all of those, all of those, those, those demonic gods that Israel was worshiping and all of these things that they were adding, guess what? All of these tie back to this very same things that the church is doing right now. They do. If you don't believe me, do the research yourself. It's not, it's not some conspiracy theory. Believe me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I love a, a good conspiracy if it's true, but I'm not one of those crazy, you know, tinfoil hat people like Heidi. But I definitely am not. I love how um, you had to add in that little knock like Heidi. <laughs> you like that? I had to, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm really not. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We, we just, we, we, sh- we should understand and learn from their mistakes and what they were doing is this type of thing so what they were doing is like for instance their passover celebration right their passover celebration was profane passover what does that signify well that ultimately we know in the church that ultimately signifies christ so you know what they were doing is they were taking these practices and they were intermingling them and and doing them along with passover and 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 messing around with this this is like the most holy of holy days you know it's a this passover is is one of the few high sabbath times in in for the jews so i mean this is a very important um you know it's a very important festival for them a very holy festival for them and you know god went ballistic on this stuff in hosea and and i mean you see it in in hosea you see it in ezekiel you see oh my goodness it's just he goes he goes off on it so if we look at that we understand yeah okay we have freedom we're not going to walk around and say that we you know that we must keep to the law and we must do this and this and this and this, and this, and this. 
No, we do have that freedom. But at the same time, you know that you have the freedom to let the world and Satan into your life and destroy it. <laughs> you know, so you need to think about that. And just becoming part of the world, even if it's for one one day and doing something like this, I mean, it, it, it can do a lot of damage. And I definitely recommend against it. And it's not something that a Christian should touch, period. Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, there's, there's probably... Like Forrest Gump right now. That's all I have to say about that. A lot more to be said about that. But, I mean, that you did ask me for a quick tirade on it. So, I mean, I guess that's where my heart was with it today. Because I think at the I'm bottom s- line, I mean, we stop in everything every day and say, am I glorifying God just, in what know, I'm doing I, and, right and here? And I really hate the back and forth arguments that come from this. I really yeah. do. So, are you saying, so you're saying, no, don't don't presume that I'm saying anything. Okay, don't don't do that. Because what? Just just listen to what I am saying. I'm not here pointing my judgy finger at you for maybe you know deciding that you want to do something else. Listen, if you decide to do something else, I don't know how you come to this conclusion biblically. I think you're wrong. I will tell you to your face that you're wrong. But I'm not going to condemn you for that, and I'm not going to talk about your destination or about you know whatever. But you know, it's it's just not something that we should do, and I'm. Really don't want to have it. And I, I just every time of year uh, around this time, it reminds me that Christmas is coming, Thanksgiving is coming, all of these 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 high holy American days. And we have this collective <laughs> have uh, over here coming. because it means all the conversations and arguments yeah, and everything. So <laughs> I, I I want to go silent. I'm, I'm not going to deal. I I don't want to touch the Christmas issue this year. I don't. You know touch you're going to be asked for it I at know, least no, seven hundred no, times. Nope. No. It's it's already sucked the life out of me for two years in a row. I'm I can't do, it, do anymore. it anymore. Let me enjoy my winter in peace. Yep, not gonna <laughs> do it. No, I, I'm just not gonna touch it. So again, but I will how are ahead. you glorifying God in what you're doing? I don't care I'm what the not. country does, what your family does, what tradition does. Are you glorifying God? That's what we're, that's all you got to look for, right? Yeah. Are you glorifying God? Focus on that. Everything else will be. That's it. Yeah. So there's there's a little bit of a rant for you. There's that. <laughs> On the day of judgment, do not, do not fear for the atheist so much, the thief, the murderer. If you want to be afraid for someone on the day of judgment, be afraid for those who carried the title pastor. Let me give you an example. I gave this example last night. Let's say that a king had a bride. He loved her. He dressed her in white. She was pure and precious to him. And the people admired her for her, for her virtue, for her merit. And the king has to go on a long journey. And so he, he uh, tells his steward, he calls his steward in and he says, here are the directions and you are to care for my bride. You do not deviate from this, not, not one jot or tittle. And when I come back, you'll be rewarded or I'll come back and you will be severely punished. Keep this book these instructions with regard to her. Well, after a few years, this steward realizes that the people are losing their loyalty in the king. And they're no longer concerned about the bride because, well, she's just prudish. She's old fashioned. So he takes her and dresses, takes off her beautiful white garment and replaces it with something really sensual paints her face like a prostitute, and then marches her up and down the kingdom and uses this new look to attract carnal men back into the kingdom. When that king comes back, 
There, there are no words to describe what he will do to that steward. And when Jesus Christ comes back, there are no words to describe what he will do to many of these men who call themselves pastors who have done to his bride exactly what the steward did in that parable. 